welcome to the City Life Podcast. This podcast is here as a resource to journey together, connecting where you can, whenever you can, in your everyday. Enjoy listening. Be encouraged to share, be inspired and be blessed as you do so. Well, hi. Hi. Uh, welcome to the City Love Podcast. I'm with Claire. Uh, Hollywell. No, I'm with Claire today. Um, and we're going to talk about work and Jesus-centred living. Um, but you've not been on the podcast before. I haven't, though. So I don't know if you know what we do, but we ask our new guests. Just a, It's supposed to be a, something to get to know you with. Um, but our question is, what is your favourite film? Oh, gosh. But I think you're quite a filmy person. I am quite you? a you're filmy, quite a filmy person. person. So you're allowed to say more than one thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but do you have a favourite or can you, if, does anything come to mind? I have a top three. Oh, well, if you know your top three, then <laughs> give us your top three. That's fab. I have my top three, which ironically, I'm not a Jim Carrey fan and he's in two of them. But <gasps> okay. um, the top three are The Truman Show. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and Awakenings. What's Awakenings? I've never so Awakenings it. is it's an old film with a very young Robert De Niro and it's um, the true story about uh, Oliver Sacks working with these patients who were all comatose and um, catatonic and he comes and introduces a Parkinson's drug and they all wake up about 30 years later and have to like come to terms with how old they are and it's it's there. It's a, it's a true story. It's brilliant. I mean, it sounds quite heart-wrenchingly horrendous oh no it's wonderful because they all wake up and then they're you know yeah, able to like it, start that living reminds their lives. Me of, like that reminds me of you know in Shawshank when he gets out of prison he just can't cope with the fact that like the whole of society has completely changed you remember that? I mean yeah it's yeah yeah it's a, it's a, it's it's on Netflix it's a good film oh okay I might spy it out then <laughs> um so thank you for that I appreciate Sorry. that um, quite unusual choices. Yes. We've had a lot of Lord of the Ringses. Oh no, no, can't be doing with Lord of the Rings. Oh, don't say that. It's my <laughs> favourite. <laughs> um, no, that's cool. Okay, so let's talk about work. So, um, I, I suppose an intro, what do you do for people that don't know? So, for about the last year now it's been, I'm a senior lecturer in nursing apprenticeships at the University of Winchester. Okay. So, I've been doing teaching for about... Uh, adult teaching for about 11 12 years um but moved into this post last year and utterly love it because oh, i'm a geek and i get paid to read and write things and teach so fab yeah i just want to affirm you in your geekiness because also i just i happen to think that being a geek is one of the coolest things i agree ever yes so, well done. Thanks. <laughs> well done for getting no, it's brilliant. You can kind of pick a topic and then just disappear off the rabbit, down the rabbit hole and okay. read journal after journal and be as, as geeky as you like. So it's, you know, and then... And be quite inspired, I expect. Yeah, and then, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you inspire students and they get all excited and then they forget everything you taught them and it's all good. <laughs> it's maybe not, maybe not. Yeah. Um. So, I suppose my first question is, what link... Do you think work has to discipleship? Um, I think for me, like I'm constantly aware of and um, 
trying to be intentional in my kind of value system at work and mm-hmm. um noticing yeah. what I you know think is are these are good decisions and bad decisions and that's mm. based out of you know years of being a Christian and being brought up as a Christian I think it's it gets in your DNA a bit and actually my aim in terms of active being a disciple is to try and be intentional and try and notice how I'm being and how I'm being with other people and how I'm speaking and mm. um apologize as I go um but generally <laughs> generally yeah I think and it's what I teach my students because I think it's it's one of my core core things is because we teach a lot of reflection and nursing it's part of our what we do um but yeah it's about being self-critical in a positive way and um and self-reflective I mm. think um yeah if that makes sense yeah no it makes absolute sense how so and you spent a lot of time overseas and working in very different contexts so Mm -hmm. how different is it being in a context of being overseas in a prayer room and doing (laughs) that work and doing the work you're doing now with students and doing a totally different teaching sector job it's not totally different though oh really why why is that then well the the prayer room the majority of the the team that kind of got put together because we all kind of drifted into into it from different places were quite young Mm. um so the pastoral thing was still there and certainly teams that we had out we had a lot of children and things so that element you know mirrors but I think equally that's why I've chosen to start my day the way that I start because I learned Mm. um I learned in Romania that that's starting from a place of groundedness regardless of what your work is and whether it's employment whether it whatever it is and there's that story and I forget who it is now of the person that puts her apron over her head remember the story I can't Uh, think who it is it's some famous Christian lady and it was her anecdote so I'm stealing it but she would say that she she had a very busy family and a busy home life and she would if it was getting too much or she needed a moment she would sit down and put her apron over her head and listen to one track of one worship song that like that she would she would listen to regularly mm. and the kids knew that if she had the apron over her head that she was to be left alone and she okay. grabbed these three minutes you know during the day when she needed them and I think it's it's going where am I going to find that place to not even necessarily just to pray but to ground myself and go I'm going to be grounded and remember that I'm in God and remember that I'm not on my own that I'm shoulder yeah. to shoulder with Jesus in this and yeah. and I think by doing that that grounding repetitively and having that in your routine it's no different than when you know I'd go into the prayer room or when I would Mm. you know be leading some of the worship in Mozambique or you know in all these Mm. different places like I've discovered in this job in particular I don't have to be on the mission field or be abroad or be in a prayer center or whatever to have that same outcome um that's quite that's quite an encouraging thing to to hear I think because it does just mean that it's whatever you're whatever you're doing whatever your purposeful tasks are in there or your purposeful you know where you go what you're trying to achieve that actually it's the same yeah covering work is like an opportunity to cover something that actually is 95 percent of most people's lives yeah it's hard because i've worked for i've worked for missions and and christian organizations and certainly mozambique taught me a very very hard lesson in yeah. burning out because mm. I had no boundaries between one and the other because it was like well it's Christian this is this is church so I you know I, I could do 60 nowadays because it's all for God it's all for Jesus and you know and and, and so didn't have any 
boundary time because there wasn't this delineation I think mm. I've learned the hard way um you know I, mean, I don't I don't mind saying I had a breakdown a, a, a good few years ago now and and it was a real shock to the system to go okay I have mm. to be boundaried regardless yeah. of how much I need to do at work or how much I love my work or feel pressured or what, whatever that driver is yeah everyone at work now knows that if it hits if it hits four o'clock Claire's gone like that's it you don't you don't talk to me you don't contact me I will be in the next morning and I will work my guts out while I'm there you know so everyone appreciates that I'm doing you know I'm doing work and it's been really interesting because that on its own has been quite a testament for other people who are workaholics and they will go like I don't you know it's it's amazing I feel really challenged by you that I should be more boundary with my time and I'm really thinking about it and I think I think it's that I think there's a lot of just reflecting a a different way of being and a different way of 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 working um and that's easy for me to say for some jobs it's not possible to be that boundary and I get that and I think you know I am fortunate to be in a job that I enjoy um having been in lots that I haven't um so it it can be a challenge and I I like I love work because I love being in an Italy in an ecosystem that's completely unique and you have a fit in and you have a contribution and I think one the 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 secret in teaching is um regardless of who you're teaching and how intimidating they are in that moment you know something that they don't and that they need and mm. i think that extrapolates out into work it's going what what is your role and in that moment you're you're valuable and you're important and you've got a you've got a contribution because you have something mm. that other people need or want or you know or or, or need to be challenged by and yeah. you know and need to need to be inspired by yeah. um I but, suppose yeah. that's, in, that's interesting because it's like you're a disciple in your whole life, mm. but then the the boundary is that there's still there's still time to be boundary. So you talked about yeah. your time in Mozambique being completely unboundaried of like if we follow Jesus, then we're just gonna we're gonna yes. go for this and do it all the time. To I'm gonna follow Jesus, so I'm gonna go for him, and I'm gonna like follow him all the time, um, and yet that my my life it has boundaries and yeah. therefore is is able to function much more healthily yeah. probably um because you you know yeah and there is i mean there are studies recently in the last year about um four day weeks versus five day weeks and actually how much more productive people are on a four day week um because of how they use their time because of their levels of energy and motivation and everything else you know to the to the point where i think there's a few massive financiers who are keeping their staff on four days a week and are carrying on with hybrid working mm. because it's more efficient it's more effective mm. um and it's not that I completely compartmentalize it's not like my colleagues disappear at four o'clock and I hate them and I never want to speak to them again I've got you know we've got a theater group that I've started where a load of us poodle off to the Mayflower and you know every so often and watch a show yeah. together so it's that's really nice but again it's it's contained it's not I haven't got people you know, as I said, like being, you know, pastoral and being compassionate to people during the day, but I haven't then got them ringing me at nine at night or me checking in with them overnight every, you know, every evening to make sure they're okay and taking that on yeah. myself. Um, and I suppose that's what I mean by groundedness. It's going, okay, what do they need in this moment? And what what can I give of myself, you know, yeah. from from the strength of Holy Spirit um, without without overstepping that boundary and without making myself yeah tied up in that and, and vulnerable and stressed and taking on people's mm. pressures and taking on people's burdens but instead mm. kind of walking alongside people and recognizing that 
that it's okay to work in a different way yeah. and in a different rhythm. It's okay to decide what you're going to come into agreement with and what you're not in terms of other people's pressures or your boss's expectations yeah, or whatever else yeah. it is at work. Yeah. You know, it's all right just because something's familiar. Um, we often we often come into agreement um, without realising because something's just familiar. It's just part of the culture. And I think finding Jesus in work is about going, what what does a Jesus-filled culture look like here? What could it look like? And actually, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start that within the confines of, you know, my role and the scope yeah, of yeah. my role. And That's so good. for me, the boundary thing is a huge one. And actually, you know, I thought it was going to rub everyone's backs up and people be like, oh my gosh, you only work four days and you leave at four and we're working this amount of time. And they're not at all. Mm. I've had multiple people go, you've really challenged me, I need to do the same thing. You know, and other people yeah. that have completely changed their schedules, and we've had those conversations. It sounds like um, it sounds like a God let your kingdom come mm-hmm. prayer, but that let your kingdom come in this work in my workplace. Yeah. Now and and then what you know thinking about what that looks like and then yeah it doesn't need to be a Christian organization to have Christian you know. morals, morals and values and I think that's what it is rather than going you know all these people here do or don't believe in Jesus and we have to evangelize our colleagues I think there's something much deeper and more profound and that that it, that that has that fruit of going what are my core morals and values in this yeah, moment yeah. in this job and how are they going to um mm. you know be evidenced in a way that is yeah you know compassionate and empathetic and all of those things and, mm. and reflects Jesus without being obnoxious <laughs> Um, how do you find rest, I suppose, is the first, is where to start there. Um, obviously the boundary thing, however, life happens. So, you know, life still happens after 4pm. Um, personally, I'm an introvert, so it's making sure that I'm not always talking to people and always, Mm. you know, giving of myself or investing in something. And I love like a million projects, I have to be really careful. Um finding moments making sure that I've got time in the office on my own uh, you know a point in the day mm. forecasting ahead so I'll, I'll deliberately look at my calendar for the next two weeks quite regularly and kind of and recognize where um there is and isn't time mm. built in you know to mm. be at home and put yeah. the laundry out and just do stuff that are mm. that are pause points and I think that's I, I schedule in pause points is basically yeah. how I how I deal with it so that I never run off with a project and realise that I haven't eaten and I haven't done this because of, you well, know, all the yeah. pressure of whatever because I know that that's my tendency personally. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. How does church work itself out if you've got a busy job and you're an introvert and you have projects? Like, how does church work itself out for you then? Um... I mean, I'm part of a a, a group with um, with a, Nikki and Naomi and Lena and Jean and various mm-hmm. other people. Um, and I think the rhythm of that's been really helpful, the way that, that church has kind of become that. So we'll have like, you know, we'll, we'll watch on one Sunday, we'll have a dinner on another another day, we'll go for a walk. So we have these very unpressured moments where we can just be together and you know Jesus be in the center of that and have those conversations or you know naturally find people that we need to be praying for or Mm. you know being just just communing together and I think so for me there's kind of less pressure of you know I have to be at a church every week and I have to do you know my 
So does that work well, works well for you? I think, yeah, it does. It does work well for me because then I can choose what I do with my Sundays and I can yeah. choose what I do with my weekend and I can, you know, customise it a bit more. And I miss, I do miss Sundays. I miss, you know, that more the kind of social thing of seeing people that you wouldn't otherwise yeah. you wouldn't otherwise see I think is the, the, the big miss but actually having rhythms with a group of people that it's not being Christian it's just being mm. people um you know and naturally yeah. you know naturally we bring up the things that are on our minds and the things that are on our hearts yeah. and and speak into that for each other and you know I, I fully believe in the prophetic and I fully believe that as we're having conversations God will often drop in keywords yeah. or wisdoms or you know directions of conversation that are helpful and give yeah, you know good. perspective or give insight or hopefully bring healing and all of those things mm. yeah absolutely are you still um are you still pursuing art Do you, have you know i haven't picked up a paintbrush in about four years which is mad no yeah, it's true wow the, the muse just left me <laughs> I haven't no I was prolifically painting it now it's it's kind of if you haven't got the the feeling to do it then all I paint is just brown <laughs> it just all comes out a bit rubbish but yeah. I haven't really felt like I needed to it just goes seasonal really and that's really useful so it's helpful to have your perspective thank you very much for coming thank on the podcast thank I you. just appreciate talking to you Ditto. thank you for having me